Well, grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ, and welcome to our Blue Christmas service. I also sometimes hear this called the longest night service. This service is a tradition in our congregation, but in a larger context, it's part of um, the larger Christian tradition of recognizing that in this season, when we are supposed to be so joyful and happy and celebratory, when there are parties and celebrations and uh, that silly Christmas Eve song every night on the radio, uh, that we don't always feel that way. And in fact, for many of us, this season can heighten feelings of sadness and grief and loss, frustration and weariness. And so our Blue Christmas service is just a time and space for you to encounter God's Spirit in a different context than our Sunday morning Advent services or the Christmas Eve service, to recognize that the whole human experience of emotions, joy and sadness, love and grief, anticipation and dread, all of that is natural and it is normal, and we can bring all of that into God and let God's presence and spirit heal and move within us. We don't have to feel any certain way for Christmas to be good news for us. And so as we gather this evening through this medium, we hope that indeed you will find the Spirit of God moving, that where there is heartache and grief in you, you would also find hope for healing and wholeness. God is with us. Emmanuel. That is who we come to celebrate and to worship each Sunday and every day of the week. We're glad that you're here. Please join me in the litany for centering ourselves. Christmas approaches, but we don't always feel joyful. And sometimes we don't want to feel joyful. In the midst of a joyous season, we also experience grief, sadness, despair. Carols ring out all around us, but some days our hearts are heavy. Sometimes we play along and try to get into the spirit. Other times we weep. For many of us, for many different reasons, this holiday season is a hard journey. The signs of happiness and joy serve to sharpen our feelings of loss and pain. So we gather here in silence and in silence name those we grieve, the painful realities of our lives and the wounds that resurface at this time of year. Hear, O Lord, the cries of our hearts and the ache of our souls. We gather here with others around us in the warmth of God's loving care. We may feel lonely, but we are not alone. We may feel grief, but others support us. We may feel hopeless, but others are on this journey with us. Come spirit of love and hope 
and speak a word of peace and comfort to us. Whatever your grief, wherever you come from, however you feel, you are a beloved child of God, and you are not alone. God is present in light and in darkness, and we are never alone. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. words from Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the desolate pit out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, 
a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Happy are those who make the Lord their trust, who do not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after false gods. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare to you. Were I to proclaim and tell of them, they would be more than can be counted. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, here I am. In the scroll of the book, it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. See, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Do not, O Lord, withhold your mercy from me. Let your steadfast love and your faithfulness keep me safe forever. For evils have encompassed me without number. My iniquities have overtaken me until I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let all those be put to shame and confusion who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who desire my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha, aha. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O oh my God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This is a season that is full of contradictions for almost all of us. And for some of us, those contradictions feel pretty painful. We experience grief when the world seems to want us only to know joy. We experience a sense of loss when the world only wants us to think about all the good stuff that's coming. We experience heartache. And the music on the radio tells us, well, all you should do is feel upbeat. But, of course, that is not God's word for us. The God who made us, made us as human beings with a whole range of emotions. There are joyful, positive, happy feelings that we have. Of course there are. And there are feelings of loss and grief and sadness, anger even. These two are part of the human experience. And God's gift to us of those emotions, of those innate responses that we have, are not a mistake. 
they are part of the gift of being human. It's also part of the challenge of being human, especially in a time like this. Our world doesn't often do well with sadness in the midst of joy or grief in the midst of celebration. But we know that our lives are often a mishmash of all of that at the same time. You're not wrong for feeling sad if you feel sad these days. You're not wrong to feel grief if you feel grief these days. You're not improperly experiencing something if you feel heartache or depression these days. Our emotions don't respond to the calendar or to the same 40 Christmas songs that get played over and 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 over, and over again. What God would hope that each of us knows in this season is that you are not doing something wrong if you don't experience only joy or only happiness or only brightness in these days. There's a reason that we celebrate Christmas at this time of year. The early church fathers and mothers recognized the wisdom of placing this holiday of hope and light at precisely the moment when it is darkest. Whatever day or night it is that you're watching this, it's a long night. And the sun sets early and seems to come up a little bit later each morning. But we've turned the corner. As we get to the winter solstice, we are literally turning from the darkest part of the year, moving into a brighter and brighter day and week and months to come. That's good news. That's why the early church fathers and mothers placed Christmas the day they did, recognizing that we all have in us a need for light and joy and hope, but that that is most needed in the darkest moments of our life. There's nothing wrong with you if you experience any of those negative, hard emotions. They are part of being human and it's part of God's gift to us. And the hope that we're promised at Christmas, the hope that we look for and anticipate, the light that is coming into our lives, doesn't dismiss, doesn't belittle, doesn't magically make anything, everything better for us. Our grief is still there. Our sadness is still there. The depression is still there. The struggles are still there. The aches and the pains that make us human are still there. But the good news of this Advent and Christmas season is that it is not only the darkness, it is not only the heartache, it is not only the hurt, but there is light, there is joy, there is hope, and there is healing. The God who made us to experience this range of emotions is the same God who comes to us in the fragile life of a baby born in a stable. When I imagine that nativity scene, I imagine often that the people who were there, those shepherds and those nervous new parents and the innkeeper and his spouse, whoever else might have been wandering by, I imagine they, all of them, experienced a range of emotions 
the joy of new life, but also the terror of an angel showing up in the middle of the night and saying, hey, guess what? I got good news for you. The fear and worry. The anxiety that comes with being a new parent. The heartache that comes with seeing a fragile life born in such a vulnerable place and way. This is where God shows up. In the midst of all of that experience that makes us who we are. It's not a mistake that we feel sadness. It's not a mistake when we feel grief. It's not a mistake when we worry. But what God wants us to hear, God's gift to us this season, is that these experiences are not the only part of the story. There is hope. There is light. They knew it at that first Christmas. The early church fathers and mothers knew that we would need to hear that story and remember and practice that story every year. And today, for you and me, it remains just as true. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. God of mystery, we search for signs of hope, for glimmers of light in the midst of darkness. We long to remember the warmth of your gracious eternal love. In moments, in word, in song, in silence, in gathering with others to share this journey, we have known your presence. We are not magically healed, but we know that you are with us. Our burdens are not wholly eased, but the way forward may be a little easier. For that, we are grateful. Continue to be at work in us. Heal our broken hearts. Kindle hope in our lives. Shine light in the empty darkness. As we depart this time, may we depart in peace, knowing that Christ has come, is coming, and will come to bring wholeness to all the world. Amen.
Friends, I hope that something in the words and the music and the silence and the prayers that we've shared this evening has been a way in which God has spoken to you, has provided comfort and care for you, that you've been surrounded by an experience of love and light. I hope that you will continue to reach out if you need someone to talk to. Call us at the church office. Let me know. Find a friend. Reach out to those people who are around you. You are surrounded by people who love you. You are surrounded by a God who loves you. And I invite you to receive these words that bless us and send us out from this time of gathering back to our lives. May you go into this night and into all of the days of your life filled with the love of God. That you may be healed and whole. That your broken heartedness may be turned into joy. And that you may share the life that God has given you with others that the healing that you experience you may share with others, that the wholeness that is yours may be shared with others. Go in peace. Amen.